What if you were to listen to an internationally acclaimed, multi-award-winning illusionist, and he had something far more to say than, watch this trick? Rick Thomas is that performer, ready to go far beyond his magic and far beyond your imagination as he shares secrets regarding our dreams. Dreams that can become reality. The future belongs to those who believe in the strength of their dreams. Dreams pass into the reality of action. From the action stems the dream again. And this interdependence produces the highest form of living. Join Rick and his co-host, award-winning broadcaster Tammy Trujillo. For nothing happens until you dream. Indulge your mind and take a journey never to be forgotten. A journey connecting all of our dreams as we chase them together. And welcome to our very first episode. This is really exciting to do a podcast with Rick Thomas. Rick, this is amazing, right? Well, I think it is. (laughs) One is, is that we know each other. Yes. Yes. I mean, you just didn't pick me out of the air and say, hey, this guy's got a story to tell. In fact, there's something that I say in my show every night that's Mm -hmm. really important, and I try to help the audience understand. I said, everyone has a life. Mm-hmm. everyone is important and everyone has a story to tell. You've got to find those stories and share them with the world. Everyone, everyone has a story to share. And sometimes they're pretty surprising because just so people know how you and I got together, I've loved magic all my life. Come up to Las Vegas, see this great big billboard with this great looking guy and some tigers and said, we got to go. And so... <laughs> My husband, Randy, and I go, love the show, but you start talking about your past growing up as a kid in Long Beach. Long Beach, California. I was a surfer boy. And the (laughs) bells went off in my head because I grew up in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. And you start putting it together because you're talking about going to the dancing school in Long Beach. I went to a dancing school in Long Beach. You went to Jordan High School. I went to Rival Poly High School. We graduated within a year of each other. We went to Long Beach City College. So after the show, we came out to meet you because you and I have tripped over each other probably since we were both about five. That's correct. Somehow, in some way or form, we just kind of like two ships passing in the night. Well, we were at Rival Everythings. (laughs) You were at that dancing school. I was at the other one. You know, the other high school. And we finally collided without colliding at Long Beach City College, which it's it's really crazy when you find somebody, you know, performing a high profile show on the Las Vegas Strip that literally you tripped over for most of your life. Well, what I appreciate with this relationship is that we we were literally growing up in the same area, the Mm -hmm. same uh, kind of lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know each other, and the relationship worked because when you came to the show, we had something that tied us together, mm-hmm. but I wasn't lost. And why I'm saying this is I cannot tell you how many times when I'm doing the performance, you need to put yourself in my shoes for a moment. 
imagine performing for a thousand people. Okay. And you come out of the show, there's pure exhaustion. Oh yeah. You're going to meet and greet everybody. You start shaking hands with people and they have seen your billboards. Mm -hmm. They have prepared to go see Rick Thomas. Mm -hmm. They have seen Rick Thomas. They have this relationship with me the entire show. Mm -hmm. And then when they walk out, they give me their hand and they go, Hey Rick, this is such and such. Do you remember me? Oh, ouch. And I am in a mental mode where I don't usually remember most anybody. And it could be, for, I, usually my line is high school. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what else safe. to say. No, that's safe because there but were a lot of people th- there. <laughs> like, no, you don't know last year when you were blah, blah, blah. And so oh. it's a difficult moment because they're catching me off base. Uh-huh. I don't have that same relationship. I am in a different world trying to, then my mind's saying, who do I know? How do I know them? Mm-hmm. And so that, that helped me with you because <laughs> I wasn't put on the spot. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we did have something to talk about. We did have a relationship that we knew nothing about. And it started a great relationship from that point forward. Well, it was so fun to go, remember this place, that place, because how often do you get to revisit your childhood with somebody who was actually there? That is so much fun. But, you know, for all the people in the audience, they're focused, just laser focused on one person during the show this year, last year, five years ago, that person being you, where you've got that thousand people or more audience, you can't laser focus on all of them. You can't even see all of them. So it's so I'm caught off base. So all those people out there that are going to come up and say, hey, Rick, do you remember when? Please understand if I look at you uh, and staring like a, a deer in headlights, <laughs> it's because that's exactly what's going through my head. Uh, I, I don't remember that well, and I, I do my very best at trying to um, pretend I know. I've only met a million people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Also, people, uh, you know, and I may be um, casual about this conversation, but often I will go to parties or Mm -hmm. events. I'm an extremely quiet person. Mm -hmm. I will kind of sit in the corner. I love watching people. I don't communicate well, believe it or not. I don't communicate well off stage. If I'm in control and I'm presenting the show and I, I can carry it, I'm fine. But as far as off stage, Introversion is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that maybe that I'm stuck up or wow, Rick's not talking to me or why is he acting like this? I don't have very much to say. When I go to parties, the last thing I want to do is talk, talk about the weather. I don't find that the, the casual conversation is very entertaining to me. And then the worst part about it. And, and I hope nobody takes this wrong in a way or form, but the, the, okay, I'll say the most challenging part about it is once they find out who I am mm-hmm. and what I do, all conversations turn towards, wow, we need to ask questions about Rick. That's pretty cool. That's yep. amazing. He's an illusionist. He's been all, all around the world. Let's hear about his life. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I want to do is turn focus on what we're talking about and everything be about me. Mm-hmm. I already get that on stage. And the last thing I want is is to pull that focus. <laughs> so, <laughs> the worst thing that happens it happens before a show, and I've learned that, is, is 
if I need to grab something before the show, mm-hmm. it could be anything. It could be um, a lighter or or a five hour to get me through the show, whatever it is. <laughs> the worst thing to do is to go to Walmart right next to our theater. Because oh, the geez. moment I walk into a Walmart, I cannot go down any aisle without somebody saying, that's Rick Thomas. That's Rick Thomas. And you know, I try to put a baseball cap on it myself. <laughs> and I have a show in 30 minutes, right? And I get stuck in an aisle in Walmart because <laughs> they just want to talk to And I'm like, I love you people, but I got to go. <laughs> well, well, Rick, Rick, in, in all honesty, you don't exactly fade into the background well at what, Walmart at or anywhere. <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say, if on stage, we know you're very tall, but until you stand next to you, it's, it's hard to realize you are six foot four. So in Walmart with a baseball cap, I'm sorry, it's just never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I have people I constantly <laughs> at the end of the show, their line they say is, is, wow, you are really bigger than you look on stage. <laughs> that is constant. It's like every single, every single conversation. So, wow, you're, and it is because we have a very large stage. Yeah. And the, and, and I look probably pretty small. And as you say, when I get up to people and, and you know what, I'm going to tell you flat out, this is absolute truth. So I'm, I'm talking to David Copperfield mm-hmm. And this is when we first began to meet each other. And I walked up to David and his line to me was, wow, Rick, you really are the biggest magician. And I said, can I quote you on that? He goes, no, no, no. I mean the tall. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, it was David saying, I was like, wow, you just told me that I'm the biggest yeah. magician in the world. And he goes, no, no, no. I mean the tallest. I met him many, many, many years ago. Many years ago. But you know what? That's another thing you and I have in common, though. I go to a party, and I'm the one who sits at the end of the couch and prays that they have a dog or a cat. (laughs) Because that will give me something to do during the the party. Because I don't, you know, I think anybody who does something in the limelight, so to speak, the minute people know who you are, because I end up doing, you know, broadcast news 101 at a party. How do you guys get your stories? How do you figure out what to say? What's it like covering a fire? And you're like, oh, please, can't we talk about you for a moment? I think people just, they love jumping on the opportunity to talk to you. I do enjoy when I do talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is often, I'm, I'm not trying to dodge the scenario, is to just simply say, tell me about yourself. Exactly. And it takes just a moment. And then the the gates open mm-hmm. and I can just stand there and listen because what did I say right at the beginning of the podcast today? Everyone has a life. Mm-hmm. Everybody is important and everyone has a story to tell. And sometimes the most amazing things are in those stories of the most inconsequential person. I have found that myself. Someday there's Rick, someday there's going to be a podcast where we just go out on the street, grab a person and say, tell us your story. Yeah, tell us your story. That That is a dream podcast of mine because you can take the gardener who's just an average work-a-day guy, right? He's out there mowing lawns eight hours a day. God love him. And he can probably tell you a story that would in some way blow your mind. Love I will that. tell you that that is the focus of my book. Mm-hmm. The Tiger Whisker. Yes. As I share my life with you, the book will cause you to reflect on your life as well. Mm-hmm. And I want you all to discover how amazing your life already is and how important you are and to follow your dreams, not only for yourself, but for the rest of our future. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we enjoy our lives today because of the dreams that people had before us. They had dreams of freedom, dreams of invention, and dreams that are now a reality. And I say constantly in the show, you need to seriously pursue your dreams. You have to because it affects everyone, everyone around you, and it could affect even beyond that, I mean, we enjoy our lives today because of when people dreamed before us, mm-hmm. they dreamt of cars, they dreamt of ice cubes, they dreamt of air conditioning. They dreamt yep. of, and you think <laughs> about all the things that we enjoy in life today because somebody had a dream, they followed that dream, and it mm-hmm. affects everyone. They made it happen. So I'm just really thrilled that I am now given the opportunity to share my life with you my stories and my dreams, and may they be inspiring enough for everybody to reflect on their lives and realize how important they are to the world around them. When I first read the book, and I've read it three times now, but when I first read oh the Oh, my word. Because uh, there's so much <laughs> in it, Rick. There's so much in it. Plus, the pictures are beyond gorgeous. I love the Thank pictures. You. They're super. Thank you. Plus, I never saw you back at that age when you were performing at Disney. I'm like, that's the guy. Okay, got it. So there's really neat archival pictures in there. But the first time I read it, I will admit you, it took me to tears a couple times, mm-hmm. which is a positive thing because it's an emotion. So that's not a negative. It's a positive because it hit me that hard when a couple things were, were stated in the book and I went, oh my goodness. Whoa, I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't realized that. It really did. And it really made me think, and, you know, I love this. I pulled up some of your reviews, and there, this one person put a line. I think this sums it up so beautifully. He says, pretty darn awesome, inspiring, and motivating to anyone reading, needing a little hope and a kick in the seat of your pants to pursue your dreams. I love that. This book took me a lifetime to write. I started writing this book, I would say, probably... 20 years ago. You're kidding. And all I started to do was just try and jot down my dreams. Okay. What I was doing at that time, uh, the shows that I had accomplished. Mm -hmm. And and I thought that I was going to put a book together and it was going to be done. And Mm. time went on, life got in the way, and the book was put to the side. And I can tell you now that the greatest joy that I have now with the book is that I didn't write it then. Because my life and what I've accomplished and also failed at that I've also put in the book Mm -hmm. is what the book is all about. You can't write about following your dreams when you don't have any of your own dreams to share, Mm -hmm. whether they be accomplishments or catastrophes. So I look back on my life and I have a book now that is full. Mm -hmm. I, I tell people that their life, many people believe that when they're in their 20s, mm-hmm. even in their 30s, that they've decided on what they're doing and this is where they're going to go mm. with their life and this is how it's going to be. The die is I'm cast. here to tell you that every life has many chapters. Mm-hmm. You think your life's going to be two or three chapters? Think again. There's going to be 20, uh, 30, 40, mm-hmm. 50 chapters in your life. You're going to transition and go in so many different directions in your life and experience so many different things that I'm going to take you in a direction you never imagined. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, The Tiger Whisker is a book that I'm extremely proud of because of what I've experienced and what I've had to go through. It's amazing when you stop in your 
40s or 50s and you look back to the the plan, the grand plan at the end of high school. Most of us kind of had a grand plan. It might have been totally, you know, farce or maybe it was yeah. pretty serious. But I know if I look back to what I thought as I entered adulthood, things would be 180. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, yes. and and not always of my making. It's just you kind of keep hitting these crossroads and it's go, okay, left or right? Which one am I going? My current show now is Mansion of Dreams. Yes. And it took me a lifetime to also create the show. The Mansion of Dreams that I'm presenting now is Mm -hmm. still not the Mansion of Dreams I had envisioned Mm -hmm. in my head. It Mm -hmm. isn't what I wanted. It isn't what I pursued, but it is a version of it. And when I look at it and say, I've actually accomplished a dream, it may not be exactly what I thought that dream was, but... Life is is made up of relationships with everyone Mm -hmm. and their dreams and their desires and their wishes collide with yours. And for you to think that the whole existence is going to be all about you. Oh, no, no, no. It's not. And so you have to find that balance. And so my mansion of dreams, I'm extremely proud of. I look forward to it it, it being something grand in the future. Mm -hmm. But also I've realized that when you do dream uh, and then you accomplish something, it should cause you as a human being to want to then pursue something beyond that dream. If you accomplish your dreams and there's nothing beyond that and all oh, of a no. sudden it stops, there's no progress. Mm-mm. There is no there's no movement forward. And I think that's fascinating mm-hmm. as a human that we would we've been given inside of us some type of drive that makes us, even when we hit what we think is our plateau, is only a stepping stone to the next level. Mm-hmm. And we keep going and we keep going. And I that's just fascinating to me. Because all a dream is, is is accomplishing it and then realizing that there's so much more beyond the dream that you thought that you can even give back to this world that we live in. But some dreams do take a long time to accomplish. I remember, and this is a long time back, Rick, when you showed me Mansion of Dreams on one of the very first iPads <laughs> that came out. This was my first introduction to an iPad. I was like, what is that thing? <laughs> and you had Mansion of Dreams on there. And we sat... In my pool house <laughs> and looked at oh, goodness, that. That's right. Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yes. my thought that day was this is amazing, but how in the world are you ever going to accomplish it? Because it seemed, it, to me, it seemed impossible because of the, the size and the scope. And I, I, I was, blown away when all of a sudden you introduced it on stage many years later and I was like he did it oh my god he did it Mm. it blew my mind because it was winners are losers who get up one more time and try again Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can tell you that (laughs) oh I'm sure I'm sure (laughs) I felt much like a loser so I repeat it again winners are losers that get up one Mm -hmm. more time Mm -hmm. and uh, I, I really truly believe in that as well I have people coming out of the show also in tears, walking up to me and saying, this is the best thing I could have seen at this time in my life. Wow. And it just happens to be whatever the moment is for that person, uh-huh. whether they're getting over a, a sickness that's been challenging their life or there's something that they are truly trying to pursue. And other people are telling them, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I literally, literally look at that person and say that my show was written for me. I have the privilege of telling myself every 
night to follow my dreams. I tell you to do so, but every day I get to say that over and over and over again. And it's as much for me as it is for you. And I literally tell them, I say, no matter what happens, follow your dreams. In the middle of my show, I give a little girl, uh, I teach a girl how to follow her dreams. And at the end of it, I give her a gift and it's a a little dream pin. Uh And I literally turn to her and it is a moment in the show. It's a, I love in my show when I talk negatives uh, where Hmm. the audience goes, wow, that's pretty rough, uh, a rough way to start what he's about to say. And this is what I say to the little girl. So I've just done a a number with her and then we do a piece of magic. Mm -hmm. And then I give her the little pin and it says dream. And it's Mm -hmm. only a single word and the word is dream. And then I look at her eyes and I'm standing center stage in front of hundreds of people. And I tell the little girl, don't you ever do anything but follow your dreams. And it is a moment where there's a silence and then a roar from the audience as this little girl walks off the stage. And I mm-hmm. think it is that moment when I say, and I'm reprimanding her, mm-hmm. don't you ever do anything but follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. Don't follow other people's dreams. Don't let other people's dreams squash your dreams. You've got to, you've got to follow your dreams. And I would say that that's what happens with so many people oh, yeah. is their dreams are crushed because their their focus is on maybe helping somebody else mm-hmm. rather than themselves. In fact, um, the acknowledgement in my book is about my dad. In fact, the dedication is to my father. Mm-hmm. And it's dedicated to Robert's King Thomas, who allowed me to follow my dreams and often put his to the side so that mine could come true. I watched a dad who worked so hard in his life trying to follow his dreams, and it just didn't happen. He supported his family. He did everything he possibly could to make sure that he was dedicated to the family and at the same time try to follow dreams. He loved ballroom dancing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he was born in between two segments. There was ballroom dancing in the 30s and 40s, and then my dad's in the 50s and the 60s, and ballroom dancing's not really in. And all of a sudden, as my dad passes on, which he did, um, we have Dancing with the Stars, it and it becomes huge, right? It came but he back. tried to do dance. He tried to do ballroom dancing competitions. He tried to get the Olympics oh. to put ballroom dancing in the Olympics. He was so close to pulling all of this off, and wow. it just didn't click. But at the same time, I can tell you now that his joy in his life was found by watching his children's dreams mm-hmm. come true and, mm-hmm. and giving them the opportunity to follow their dreams. So when a person's frustrated and they say, nah, none of my dreams have come true, you may want to sit back and say, do you know what you have done? Do you know the influence that you have made? Do you know what yeah. the opportunities you've given to somebody else for yeah. those dreams to come true? My dad realized that it was critical that dreams should be pursued, whether we get there or not. And at the same time, giving us the opportunity to do so. And in the process, he is a massive part of what I am today and the opportunity I have to share those comments with you. You have a big family. There's how many sisters? Two sisters sisters. and four brothers. Wow. In fact, in my show, everything is about my family. Everything is about my life. Everything is the truth. 
I've always shared my life story in my show. I don't make up stories to create the show. So I share life stories about that. And one of them is making my little sister disappear. <laughs> now, oh, now wait, so I've, got, I've got to ask you a question there. Your little <laughs> sister's name is Tara, right? This one? Yes. It's Tara. Tara. Yes, it's Tara. Okay. Yes. And, and your my wife's, wife's name, name is Tara. Is, okay. <laughs> yes. I want to make that clear that those are two separate people. Because- oh, no. And it gets even worse. It oh, gets no. worse. So in the show, I have two sisters. I have Tamara and Tara. And, and Tara. Tamara is my real name. <laughs> is it? Yes. Uh, only I pronounce it Tamara. And- <laughs> so when, and, now and here I we go. Weird audience, again. <laughs> Yeah, I say to the audience, I wanted to make Tamara disappear. And I use that name because if I say Tara, uh, the audience gets so confused with my wife thinking, well, is that your sister? That's <laughs> no, my wife. So I kind of, I changed the names. The people are innocent. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. I think that's a good, so, good plan. Um, there's a slight change there. But uh, it is Tara. And that's the, that, and to this day, uh, you'll read that in the book as well, how she holds it against me. Oh. And how she held it against me the rest of my life for, for making her disappear. Well, so. you made her reappear, thank goodness. Yes, but, but um, the damage was done. This story is so interesting because when I read it, and I, and I knew the story because I've heard you tell it on stage. But when I read it, I thought it was so fascinating that one person's comment, that person being you, could actually <laughs> convince somebody that they were something that they weren't. That's how, fascinating. How do we put this? I think that I believe, I really do believe that everyone has had some one person, one individual in their life literally say something to them that has affected them the rest of their life, whether it be good or bad. Uh-huh. And that's the point I make in the book. I realize that the one little thing I did to my sister affected her the rest of her life, whether it be something good you say about something uh-huh. or bad. Your life influences others massively, and the words spoken can be devastating mm-hmm. or massively uplifting. Mm-hmm. So that is a big part of that whole section. When we get to it, we'll talk even more about it. But right. to honestly talk about how powerful you are and when you mm-hmm. think that you have nothing to give to this world, you have stories to give. When you talk to people and influence people, you will do so, whether it be for good or for bad. I really, truly believe that everybody talking about my sister and, um, you know, uh, bringing that girl on stage and saying, don't you ever do anything but follow your dreams is spread throughout my entire cast. When I bring somebody into the show, I privately sit down with that person and talk to them about my dreams and say, you're about to be a part of my dreams. This is my life. This is my story. Mansion of Dreams is everything that Rick Thomas has created that are part of my dreams. If you can be a part of this and this assist you and help you in your life and be something that you're proud of and something that you can carry with you throughout your life as being something that you want to be part of, that is awesome. But I want you to also remember that at any given time, If you have something in your life that drives you in another direction where you can follow your dreams, you must do that. Do not come to Rick Thomas and say, I am so terribly sorry I have to go do something else or this or that. We celebrate it together because you have to find yourself. You have to figure out who you are. If it literally is, Rick, I'm going to go out. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and I'll go. Go for it. 
Never, ever, ever let me hold you back or tell you you can't do what you want to do in your life. I'm only part of your life. And if you find those dreams to follow and it's not in my show any longer, then you go out there and you do it. And I'm so thrilled to tell you how many people have been in my life the last 45 years (laughs) doing shows (laughs) who have gone on. And I've, I've shared that with everyone. It's always been important for me to realize that mm. I can't demand anything of you that's not something that you want to do or where you want to go or the direction you want to take. Follow your dreams. And that is something I share with every single person I'm part of. And I, I'm thrilled. And it sounds weird, but it sounds I'm thrilled when they leave my show. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense because I think sometimes we get – we get in a position where there's an opportunity, but we feel obligated mm-hmm. to whatever we're currently doing or whoever we're currently doing it with. And we say, no, I can't let them down. But you let yourself down in the yes, process. You let yourself down. Yeah. Don't you ever do anything but follow your dreams. You got to put you number one. There is so much in this book, The Tiger Whisker. We're going to explain in an upcoming episode why that is the title because it's it's, it's a wonderful story it's a wonderful and beautiful story and there's again this whole book it's it's a wonderful opportunity to learn about rick's career because here comes the surfer kid from long beach who becomes this world famous magician on the vegas strip and in branson missouri and you're like wow i wish that could be me but that was rick's dream you've got a dream too Mm. And whatever that dream is, grand and glorious or or right there in your own community, it can happen. And we're going to go through this entire book with you here on our podcast, Nothing Happens Until You Dream. So, Rick, episode one, it was fun. Thank you. There's so much more. We will talk to you on our next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on Nothing Happens Until You Dream, starring Rick Thomas and featuring Tammy Trujillo and is based on Rick Thomas's best-selling book, The Tiger Whisker, available on rickthomas.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And check us out on Patreon for exclusive members-only content. Stay up to date with Rick and Tammy at nothinghappensintoyoudream.com. Remember, you must follow your dreams, not only for yourself, but for the rest of our future. We'll see you on the next episode.